It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Neither of us can remember the next lyric. You know, we're going to abort. We're going to abort. Like a Catholic schoolgirl in a bathroom stall. We're like Ohio we're now. We're aborting that at the heartbeat. <laughs> Welcome to River Mails, everyone. Welcome to River Mails. Both of us sound a little worse for the wear, although I sound a little bit, my voice sounds a little higher. I've been caroling about 11 hours a day, so that's what I do during the Christmas. I've been sucking dicks all night and my throat's sore. (laughs) It's actually just laryngitis. That's all right. She goes down because she doesn't have the vocal stamina that I do, but that's okay. I'm glad you... Maybe I should have shamed you for getting sick when you were in the coma and blamed it on your body and you as a person. I should have done that. I did not blame High it as on you as a person. I did not blame it on you as a person. I blamed the your your vocal stamina. That has nothing to do with you as a person. And that we're going to work on that. Okay. See? It's not you as a person. I like that more. You just took that in. Did you get another new cardigan? No, this is old. No, I, it isn't. It is. This is this new is a, to me. This I, is an old navy. This is an old navy. It's an old, old navy. Double old. You know what? You can never have too many cardigans. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge you for it. No, this is just a warm. I would wear I'm, a cardigan every day. I am in my sweater jacket phase, and it may never end. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm I'm truly becoming that person. They're, they're selling men's shawls again at Forever 21. Oh, God. Don't tell me that. I need to go buy one. I may be a shawl person. Y'all, I may be a shawl person outside of my house. If y'all ever see a men's shawl in a size medium, think of me. Get it for poodle. Think of me. Think of me fondly. I can't sing you can't falsetto. sing that boy. That's a joy. I'll be able. To, I'm the only one who will be able to sing today. <laughs> I can do the cadenza. <laughs> No, even that, I'm too swollen for that. Fuck that. Y'all, that's a bad musical. You know, If you're a fan of the opera, you know what? I was a fan of the opera fan at first, and then I realized, oh, this is bad. You know, I still, I I the still am because <clears throat> it was the first, it was I agree. my gay awakening musical. It was my, it, it was my virginal, it broke my seal. It did. So I can't, so like when it's coming again, <clears throat> when I'm I got, actually thinking of... Kyle to go see it because he needs to see like what happened. When I got to ear me. penetrated by the music of the night. Yes, and then one day I realized Sarah <clears throat> Brightman can't sing. She really can't, y'all. And she only hits that E high E one time in Family oh, yeah. Opera, and they pre-record it. They pre-record that shit. They do. The, the singer only has to hit it one time, and the sound system does a the the play play it the rest of the time on the eight shows a week. Oh, at the well, that's a lot. Yeah, but don't write the note. Well, that's true. Anyway, um, that is true. <laughs> so yeah, I still, I never saw Love Never Dies. I did. I, was it horrible? I saw it at the Pantages. You know what? It's bad. Don't get me it's wrong. It's on Netflix, I think. Uh, yeah, the 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 Australian staging. It's it's it is stupid because it's like the Phantom of the Opera at Coney Island. Yeah. Um, the staging and the cast was spectacular. How did he get to Coney the, Island? I, I never really followed. <laughs> did he like go on um, the Titanic? Uh, he he basically escaped from you know in the night, and but he thought Coney Island was a safer place. I don't. The, the musical didn't really uh, cover how he got there. 
Because there is It was no, much easier. Has there ever been a history of opera at Coney Island? No. I think it was that he, it was like a, he could, he could hold himself away there. I don't get, let, let's, let's get, let's get Riverdale, y'all. I mean, like if y'all. he went to La Scala or something else, that would make more sense. <sighs> yeah. You're, again, you're thinking proactively. I think they were trying to think about the idea of Coney Island. You know, well, let's talk about a show that makes more sense. Sabrina. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Y'all, All right, let's okay, jump in. So this is the mid-season finale. This is where we tried to wrap up a bunch of things, and we tried to get ready for all our things. Most disappointingly, it looks like this Gargoyle King shit's going to be around all season. They kind of teased us at the beginning because things were... One thing I liked about this episode, I did not hate it as much as last week's episode. One thing I really liked about this episode is all the characters are starting to kind of get on the same plot point and we're not we're not doing the speakeasy we're not doing this we're not it was kind of they were all coming together which made me think maybe we'd see the end of this gargoyle king this episode that did not happen i guess but that idea of all in the same plot point is not what a show like this does. You should have A, B, A stories, and you should have B stories. I know you should, but and at you least... you should have C stories. But everybody's been connected to this whole gargoyle thing, and they felt like Veronica hasn't really been dealing with this gargoyle, gargoyle thing at all. Spe- gargoyle. <laughs> you know what? Bear gargoyle. Um, uh, so here... So I like my, that. My but. my issue is this is 90.99.9% people delivering dialogue that is uh, establishing facts and other people listening to it. And that does not drama make for well, me. <laughs> I, I will say maybe because I'm feeling, I don't know, optimistic this morning. I want to talk something that I really, something I really did like is... I love Gina Garshon on this show. Yes, I agree. She was great, at it, and that was and the reason too why I liked that. That was that gave and even they, for Archie as well, but for Jughead and Archie, energy. it was a new energy. It was emotional moments and not plot moments to see him see Jellybee, to see the way he interacts with her mom. That was the only emotional moment, and to see like the way, with Archie and. The, the his seeing the history of Archie, I mean her seeing Archie all grown up and and also her thinking they were always going to be a gay couple, <laughs> which was amazing. I love see. That's- so glad you two finally got together. And they're like, that was. I wrote this down too. Not that I didn't love that, but tonally we are all we don't know where we are. Well, I didn't mind. It was like a one sentence thing, and, and no, even Archie tonally said, we're at, we're at, the whole episode's tonally. Oh, off. tonally is off. But I like. I just like it like that when the show does, and I wish Riverdale would do a little bit more of this sometimes instead of take itself so seriously, where you know they wrote that in because we've said that. That's what everybody said about Archie and Jughead. Right. And so I love when they give a little wink to that. If the show had more of those moments, I think it would be more... um, In an episode like this, I disagree with you because it makes the tone off. Because if you're going well, to do... Well, I can do, see that because this is supposed to be like intense into uh-huh, the mid-season yeah. now. And when you have... and But it wasn't just stuff like that. It was like... 
like I'm trying to think of another example of that where things were just totally off. Like, and, and Veronica, Veronica had to deliver all the exposition this episode. All of it. It's like, blah, blah, blah. Now we have to go, they've been doing fizzle rocks, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and the prison's been blah, the blah, blah. The scene where she confronts her dad was terrible because it's like she said all this. Everything and then- is all exposition. Nothing is, nothing is, 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 um, nothing lets you act. She's Camilla, what's her name? Camilla Mendez? Mm-hmm. I'm not making that up. No. she That bitch had to do everything. She did all the expositional heavy lifting. And Betty gets to play in the sisters. And like, although she is like kind of being a hero in that, but everyone, she's doing all the exposition. And it was just boring, to be honest. Because we'd already figured it all out. We already know that Hiram's got fizzle rocks. It's true. But it's like the kids learning it. We're supposed to watch them. Sorry, I'm going on a tirade. Did you like anything? And you're anything? just staring at me. <laughs> well, let's get into some actual tea bags instead to tone for the show. I, that was one of my tea bags. Oh well, <coughs> but thank good. you for rebuking me. No, I was just saying, like, let's get into some. Specific... I said the tonal, the tone was all over the place. No, I meant like, let's. What were some specific moments that you that were a tea bag for you? Um. Well, when Cheryl and Tony are sitting in bed, um. And she says, uh, I thought it was really interesting that uh, when she asked her to move in with her, which is out of nowhere. Um, I was glad to see Cheryl had something to do. We were just talking about with the swimming in Sweetwater Girls, right. like she's been MIA. Um, but she did say, when I move in, she's like, only if I can be the big spoon. So Tony's the top, y'all. You're I the guess top. we figured it out. Um, so Tony straps it on. Is that? Is, I was going to ask, because, you know, I don't really know. What is a top in lesbian sex? It, well, they usually refer to themselves as tops and bottoms. The top is the more active and the, the bottom is the more submissive or passive. So does that mean like the top is finger punching the bottom? I think they make up their own rules. I th- as they should. But I think, but lesbians do, lesbians do if refer to themselves as tops. any lesbians or bisexual women are listening to this, they're rolling their eyes saying, wow, y'all really <laughs> don't know about. But no, so, and I'm saying, and there are some lesbians who don't identify as top or bottom, but there are some who say, I'm a butch top or femme top. You know, for some people, active. it's a masculine, it's an energetic thing too, but, and, not and, masculine, yeah, and but it's not, energetic. not a masculine feminine. It right is an energy thing. Yeah, you can just educate us. If anybody wants to educate us, but yeah. I've I've read Stone Butch Blues. That sounds like a good show. <laughs> it's not a show. It's a novel. I know, but it would sound like a good show. <laughs> it's mostly queer lesbian theory, so probably not. I'd like it. <laughs> Queer lesbian theory is better usually than gay male theory. Um, it is because it is much more. Um, it's not as a lot of gay male theory is hyper emotional. Um, I agree with that, but I I can't speak for all of it. Uh, lesbian. Although my issue with um queer lesbian uh, or lesbian uh, theory sometimes is it seems a little overreaching sometimes it goes way over because all the all the boundaries are broken mm. that's like and most of so much blues was the first one leslie feinberg oh yeah. i don't know where i pulled leslie that out feinberg. Yeah. like you're acting like you read it no i read <laughs> heard of her name no i yeah i read her in college but what did we what did i read from her y'all this just went way it wasn't so much blues uh it was um Whatever it was something, okay. Anyway, so what's yours? 
Well, I did see, again, that that was a little bit of, <sighs> high school kids don't ask their girlfriend to move in with them like adults. So again, nope. it was a little bit of, why can't these people be high school kids a little bit? Just a little bit. I, I personally think we're past that. I'm letting go of it. And I, because I, I wrote that down too, and I have something else to say about that later on. But um, uh, I'll... Speak- but uh, well, I was was, was going to follow up that speaking. If we're just talking about Cheryl, I did kind of enjoy Cheryl giving it to her mother and dumping. Was it lube or oil? <laughs> All it of, was. She was. It was maple syrup because that's what they're in. Oh, they actually said the word syrup several times. You just missed it. I didn't hear maple, and I didn't make the connect. I watched this very late last <laughs> night, but. I loved it. I because kind of loved it. Taking, you could have taken the context clues that their family owns of maple syrup business, but well, that, you I know, guess not. I've been dealing never, with life. We never really got into context clues. And I need the compassion clues. right now. Um, <laughs> but I love that, you know, because of, out of all the parents, pretty much Hiram and Cheryl's mother, I never remember her name. Flora, Penelope. Penelope. Are kind of the most irredeemable parents and kind of the most horrific parents. It's true. Although I do love Penelope. Possible. Oh, I love that she is, wants she's, to just run whorehouses. She is, she is the drag queen this of woman the show. She, in, in the words of Cabergay, she is not throwing away her twat. No, she's she's keeping her twat safe. She is. Mm-hmm. She's got power of the pussy, and I'm here for mm-hmm. it. But I loved kind of seeing Cheryl. Like we haven't gotten a lot of badass bitch Cheryl. She's been like in I love. Bring Cheryl, back, bring back that goddamn crossbow. Yeah, and so That's I love that I she love. was just like fucking with her mother and saying, "You're going to tell us." She's gonna. We're gonna get it out of her. <laughs> Loved it. Um, uh, what would that is, be called? Syrup boarding. I, I I wrote I wrote down waterboarding with syrup. But yeah, syrup boarding, maple boarding. That's maple even better. Board. I like that. Sounds Canadian, so it sounds less evil. Um, I kind of want to. You know, I I was saying the my a lot voice of, is like raspy, sexy voice. No, it's not. Hi. No, it just sounds like vocal damage. Welcome to TVT time. Nope, not cool. You want me to lick your balls? <laughs> Stop! Um, or your bajanga, whatever you call it, hoo hoo. I don't think anyone's ever called a bajanga. You just made that up. Um, you know, I said something earlier about don't do that so loud. Sorry, I was rebuked for doing that once. I remember that. Continue. Um, so we know that Jughead's sister's named Jellybean. JB. Um, well, I like it that they're trying to do that. It's it's such heavy lifting in this show to make the ridiculous names not funny. So I really did enjoy when Jughead says Jelly Bean and she goes, Jughead, and we're not expected to laugh. But they have to do it because that's the I world know. that's created. I know, and I'm saying I appreciate that. I go by JB now. I appreciate it. It's just I see them working so hard. I, you know, I don't even – it's funny that you noticed that to me because we've just been doing that for so long. Almost I the names don't even it. affect me anymore. I, just, I still I still notice it. It's like when you said – when <laughs> you're like, we got to go rescue Hot Dog. And you're like, oh, it's a dog. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> because with a name like Fangs Fogarty – Fangs Fogarty, love him. Fangs Fogarty. Um, I want to see him with his shirt off, off again. again. Um, Boy. Here for that. I want to um, jelly bean with that. Little, oh, go ahead. Go I, ahead. Just, I I I just want to say one more other little thing about 
First of all, Gina Gershon, we mentioned earlier, looks fantastic. She does. She even got her little star tattoo Is on the side really of her head. Is that really what she has on her side of her head, or was that for the show? That's for the show. I don't think she has that on her head. It was great. It was good attitude. Stars can't get tattoos on their face, honey. Well, I mean. Think about maybe it. Maybe she is that hardcore. <laughs> um, I, I think I like it that Gladys said what all of us were thinking. Archie, you sure grew up. And then patted his chest. Because all of us think that. Boy, I remember after that summer he grew up. Oh, working in the log or whatever he did. Working in the log. Remember you the need first to wake season? Up. He, no, he was working like in a log. The first season that was the whole thing. Is like Archie Andrews grew up over the summer because he was like working in like a mechanic shop or a log shop or something. There's no such thing as a log shop. Logging or the swimming in Sweetwater girls would know. Speaking of. <laughs> If you want to listen a to a great deep dive shot. into Riverdale, by the way, the episode for, before this that we just recorded. We deep dove. <clears throat> deep dove into Riverdale with the Swimmy Sweet Girl, the girls. We came Mary up on the other side. We love them. They're we all, lovely. Y'all, they're much smarter than we are. Oh, way smarter. They remember everything. You, If you want to listen to the full interview, part one, subscribe to their podcast, Swimming in Sweetwater, and then we're part two. I enjoyed it very much. It was so much fun. And it just so you know, they have a lot of theories and don't say things like Archie worked in a log shop. <laughs> Although I bet they enjoyed this episode because Mary has an FP daddy crush. Yeah. She did calls him a river daddy. And yeah. he was pretty fucking sexy this episode. He did come in at the very end. Um, Which uh, we'll talk about that later. I loved all that. Uh, I want to. This is a big deal for me and a big inconsistency. I'm getting very um, Mary and Caitlin right now because I'm, I'm seeing all these inconsistencies and it's bothering the fuck out of me. That, that's one thing we talked about, and they yeah. brought up all this shit, and we were like, "Oh, oh, yeah, oh, we forgot about that." And they like, I, I, I consider myself the patrolman for stuff like that, but they're so much better at it than me. It's true. Um, thank you for your support. Okay, this mass seizure shit. Okay. Why does anyone Is it contagious? Is it contagious? Know. And how and if it's contagious, is it passed through the air? Is it foodborne? Is, I have no idea. Is it in the water? Is, we're not even trying to explain it. And then we, instead of trying to figure it out, we just closed the school. Because Veronica's not taking fizzle rocks unless somebody poisoned her fizzle rocks. But right. Veronica hasn't been living so with her parents. Not, it's not fizzle rocks because Veronica's not taking it. It's. I'm telling you, the seizure stuff, maybe they're putting something into the school that you inhale and it's making you have a seizure. I don't know. That. But then that was everyone, one of my notes and then too. Moose and Kevin are now taking fizzle rocks. But they're not seizing. But it again, only affects girls. And no one goes, you know what? Have we had any males? No, have a that's seizure? what I'm saying. Yeah. It only affects girls. Wow. Maybe they're putting something in tampons. <laughs> that's our intelligence. That's all we've come up with. I don't. These are gummy cough drops. That you don't even have them in your mouth yet. I'm trying to get it out. Oh, they're cherry and they're awful. They're strawberry. That doesn't make it better. That's what. Um, um, I didn't get the seizures either, but I'm just over it because they're also the idea that Veronica has a seizure, and then her parents say, "You've just been, you know, you, you you've been running two businesses. You've been blah blah blah. You've been really stressed. So are the seizures 
uh, contagious or is it due to stress? The only I don't know. The only thing I did, which gets Veronica on a better path, is Veronica. That's kind of when Veronica, I say, woke up and she said. My parents want to send me to New York after I had a seizure. This makes no sense. They know that yeah, th- what this what is I causing. Said. That makes no sense. So I hope it, it this comes to a head and we finish this seizure thing quickly. It's awful, y'all. This is so I don't. Confusing. I don't understand. I would love it if next... After the break, if they were, sometimes you know people do they leave a cliffhanger for the midseason, the winter finale, but then they wrap yeah, we it up. Did, we didn't have any for this. Well, it's just more of the same. Um, down a dark road. <laughs> yeah, I will say too. Um, I at least enjoy that we got some Mukev. We had some. We had some, so we had some kissing. We had but some that's gay it. kissing. It was in the dark too. We get to see. I want to see bright light, gay fucking. Because you know what, no one That's cares. That's never going to happen. I know, I know. It's about Moose not being out, but <laughs> right, like gay fucking. <laughs> I'm interested to see where they're going to go because it looked like in the first of all, Cody Kersley looked hot. He did. Um, he always does. He always does, and um, and he's getting more fit too. Um, his body's amazing. It's amazing, and his heart is even more amazing. Oh, it's true. Um, I agree. Bit of penis is nice too. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is, um, this is a little bit going into next week, and so, but it looks like because I watched it like three times, it was really quick when they showed next week's episode. It looked like it was there's Cody, no next week's episode, not, or when we come back, yeah, in January. It looked like Cody Kearsley was actually in the gargoyle room or something like cowering in front of the gargoyle king. I could have sworn it was him. I don't pay attention to these things. I feel like there's going to be a plot point. We've been gay baited so much with all these previews. Every time, and and then we and we fall for it each time. It's like we're Charlie Brown with the football, (laughs) but it's a gay thing. It's like every time we're like we we're going to kick that football. Roberto Aguirre says Lucy just taunting us. (laughs) That is a truth. But this wasn't him doing oh, gay shit. Like, this is him being like scared. If they kill Cody Kersley off this show, they're not, not going to be happy. Um, I want to. It seems like all of my tea bags are around one thing, but I'm okay with that. Um, oh, <laughs> the scene with the parents and Veronica, where they're talking about closing the school, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the show turns into the Crucible because uh, Penelope says, "This child is one of the afflicted." <laughs> She does. And it's just, and I enjoy campy dialogue like this, but again, tone. It's like, it makes me laugh. And I guess that's directed towards people like me who know what that's from. And and then Cheryl's like, Cheryl says something about, my vixens have been, um, uh, have fallen. Like it's this elevated dialogue. Very different from the Jughead and Archie. Yes. And it's like, Gina Gershon where, scenes. Where, where are we living? It, it, you know, like you say, you've often written on your pad, when are we? When are we? And Where are some, we? It's, it, it's a little... What's the tone? These are fundamental screenwriting questions. It is true. Because everything so far in Sabrina very much has the same this tone. This tone is fantastic. T- and it... Yeah, and it lets you know kind of what the. It's, I don't get it how these how these two series created by the same people with some of the same team they probably can have different be show so runners. divergent. They don't. It's the same showrunner. It, it is. That's true, actually. And the same, a lot of the same writers. 
Although Marty Knoxon is on Sabrina, who is a much who came from Buffy, who is a much more character driven. Because mm. you could you could argue that every episode of Buffy is about character. Uh, I don't think you even have to argue that. Yeah. Anyway, like, everything about that is character. Um, what's your next one? Um, well, I now I keep going back to this, but I, I I really enjoyed it. I could live in this Gina Garshon FP Jughead thing for a while. No, I just really and Gina Garshon's Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, yes, junk th- shop. That's true. <laughs> for um, wayward children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Who's going to help these kids if it, I don't help them? I loved it. I loved it. I forgot Maybe what a great actor parents? she is. Well, I loved, uh, and I didn't think we were going to get this so early because they mentioned Penny, Penny Peabody, and I thought. Oh, I knew it. As I soon as say, they, when, when you mentioned Penny Peabody, she's like the candy man. She shows up. That's true. <laughs> and you don't have to say her name one time. And then when she showed up, and then I, when Gina Gershon said, well, she's like, we. I had to be between, it was just between me and Jughead. She said, well, I'm his mama. And now you got a beef with me. And that reminded me, that's what my mother would say. <laughs> and she said, we're going to have a little girl talk. <laughs> what would your mother do if someone physically had hurt you like that? Um, I'd be worried for them. I'm, I, my I'm, mother my mother would hurt them. I, I, don't, I think, don't know if she'd kill him. I don't think Penny, Penny Peabody is dead. You know what my mother would do? She would hire someone and watch them hurt. hurt. She I think hire my mother someone, would do that too. She'd hire someone and then watch what they would what they would do. Yep, that's what my mom would do. Yeah, now which my, is kind of crueler. My grandma Hazel, <laughs> she would have beat her with a chili can like she did the woman who cheated, <laughs> who, who took away her husband. She did that all in front of her children, too. A chili can. They, she pulled up to the house. All the kids, six kids were sitting in the Buick, and she ripped that screen door <laughs> off and said, Get out here, you fucking slut, and almost took her chin off with a chili can. Did Good she times, get memories. that chili can from home? I think she brought it from home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she had the wherewithal to go to the cabinet to get a can of chili to beat a woman. My grandmother wasn't an, was not an educated woman. In fact, I think she probably only had like a sixth grade education. But she was in. She knew where the chili she, can was. She had street smarts in spades. Spades. I kind of admire that. I love having the presence of mind. Just to take that, you're you're looking around and say, "What can I? What can I whip a bitch's ass with?" It's true. And then I I really loved just again how they developed this character of when the boys go and talk to her afterwards, and she's just she's just cleaning blood off cleaning her blood off her fingers, and, and she's just, like, "Don't talk to me right now." Yeah, and she's just kind of like, "Sure, don't even." They don't even mention her, and I love no. that we don't we know we're not gonna have a problem with Penny anymore. I I agree. I don't think Penny's dead. I don't think she's dead. I think it'll be a good. You know, I do think that character will come back because we've said she's we've, one of the no, villains we actually like. She's Penny has a thousand lives. Yeah, and I think she's going to be coming back, and this will be in a good way. Yeah, and I'm excited to see um, a Penny and Gladys match up again. I agree. Um, I would like Penny to be on the show more because I also felt like, um, sorry, but I she just doesn't have anything part. to do. But doesn't have anything to do. Was there any history between her and Fred? Did you feel like there was a little bit when she saw him? Penny? Gladys? History? What are you talking about? It's just when, when she tells... They were married. Gladys and not... Fr- no, oh, not oh, FP, FP. Fred. The names are confusing. I don't know. Because... Th- I didn't... Sorry, I'm just talking about all the Gladys stuff it. right now. I gotta get it out. Because I didn't I, feel it. That was a great... I wasn't... I was not expecting the when she just said nonchalantly, I know somebody who can get you to the border... 
I was not expecting it to be Archie's dad. That was actually a surprise for me. And I love that moment of when oh, he I hugged think- her and they just looked at each other. Again, those are the great moments of this episode of just... I, maybe uh, I think the the real the the real story there is FP and Gladys because they oh no that made it even better yeah they obviously hugged at the end I don't this is not discounting Riverdale Gina Gershon is a movie star it's going to be that. hard for her to get her on so I want you to take a to step back from your but worship of her what has Gina Gershon been doing um, a, lately movie stars don't do TV. Skeet Ulrich, Skeet Ulrich, yes, but Skeet Ulrich hasn't done anything I in a while. I feel like everything has changed since Glenn Maybe. Close did Damages. Maybe. <laughs> I loved that show! But Although season four and season five were absolutely garbage. Don't you think things have changed? Glenn Close did Damages. Yeah, and Julia Roberts is doing that show now. She's doing that show on I Amazon. I agree. By the way. But it's network. It's CW. We Not even ABC. might have to take a side tangent of recapping shows because Catherine Zeta-Jones is in a new show. It's on Facebook, and it's a Facebook show. I can't get where behind she plays a Facebook a, show. She plays like a, an old, older, bitter pageant queen, and it's in the pageant world. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch the teaser for this, and Go we on. might let you know. Although some one of our fans asked us if we were going to do the new Veronica Mars. Oh, oh, who did? I didn't see that. Uh, Someone Facebook or no Instagram messaged me. I mean, that's a lot, y'all. Because then I feel like we haven't done the old ones. Um, I want to go on. Please do. Um, to I don't think we have any of this. Archie being another fake martyr. And saying, I gotta go, guys. It's just too much. No one can be associated with me. And that is like the Kristen Wiig character at the party saying, don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. Please don't make me sing. You know what would have been more interesting? It's so awful. It would have been more interesting. I hate him, y'all. Now that the Swimming Sweetwater girls hate him, now I do too. Even though I fuck him. Dyed his hair dark, which looks bad. It looks bad. Strangely Uh, enough, even though it's his natural color. You're used to it, right. I... You know what I kind of wanted from that scene? I thought that would have been way more interesting if um, Archie didn't want to do it and Jughead did not want to do it. And I G- agree. Gina Gershon was like the mom and made them and convinced them to do I it. I agree. That would have been much more compelling. I also have one other question. If you were, if you were, let's say, marked for death by a, a, a organized crime syndicate in your town. Been there. And you, and you... Call Ardmore Little Chicago. That's what my Aunt Peggy and my Aunt Darla said. And your father is taking you and says, I can't go with you, son, and you're 16. Would he let that happen? Yeah, and I think he would give you the dog, too, because that's what you need to take care of you. (laughs) So you can have to feed the dog. That's my next thing. Because now you have to get dog food. That's what I, that's that's the first thing I thought. One more thing to add. He doesn't have... Does he have doggy bags you to pick that up? You can food. get a fine for that. You don't have food. You don't have shit bags. I mean, I thought about my dog, Sophie. That dog, she that, never, she wouldn't have lasted in the wild and in the, the day. Never. <laughs> She'd just lay down. She would, Sophie. <laughs> R.I.P. We love her. Y'all, so his father just lets him go. Lets him go. I Boy, that that's a, that's a brave father. This a- is a goodbye. Again, it goes back to... I would it'd be much more compelling to see a scared kid Archie having to do that and his father telling him this is what you have to do. I agree with that instead of him being Archie's always the fucking boy scout hero and I hate it. Well, it's because 
I think why we hate it is because he's all he's always started that way, and we haven't ever seen him grow. Going back to Buffy, if you look at a character like Willow, who is this very kind of not confident not empowered person and really grew into mm-hmm. this adult Agreed. and we saw and we that's what reason you met you loved her yeah but you know what? it's really not fair to compare this show to buffy <laughs> <laughs> let's take a step back i just want to yeah. do one final thing we we fit we've we're finishing the 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 kind of the idea of where griffins and gargoyles came from and it was started at the sister of quiet mercy um which I don't know if I kind of – it's really – that seems really easy. They really – I like that they're getting all the plots least, together so people on the same page. However, they did it really shoddily yeah. and very quickly. And this is a convent, which is supposed to be a religious organization. So what – what well, nuns – We're would, talking about Catholics and priests. It's not like they're – there's no – gargoyles, no, that's not related to – but they're – so it's helping them. Wouldn't they have a Bible game instead of gargoyles? You're using logic that doesn't <laughs> need to be applied Sorry. here. Sorry. You're right. Um, do you have anything else? I have one more thing. Um, so now the town is under quarantine, which that makes was my thing. no sense. The, it looks that's, like the purge. That's where I was kind of like, okay, but now it's under quarantine, so Hiram. But he, that no one not, can get in or out. But that was just so Hiram could have with his kingdom. His so kingdom. So Hiram is, sep- is doing his kingdom because. So is it almost a certainty that either Hiram sees himself as the Gargoyle King or is like partners with the Gargoyle King? Because in the no last idea. scene, that Gargoyle King was there. Now so you can't say it. We have to gargoyle. So we have to assume that the Gargoyle King is a real thing because he was in Hiram's office and Hiram was not high. We don't have to assume that. Maybe we don't know still what is all making people high and have seizures. So maybe Hiram is on it too. We don't know if he hasn't been taking fizzle rocks. We have no idea still. Drug kingpins don't take their stuff. They usually don't. But we still we don't maybe he took it. Maybe he was a, a, maybe he took it and he wants to prophesize this all to Riverdale. Well, either way. I'm not interested. Either way, I don't care. <laughs> Either way, the town's on fire. The town's on fire. But it was so just like, it's it was it was trying to make an event out of nothing. Yep. Because it was, we hear the sirens, they go to the mayor, and she's like, it's too late, it's already started, their phones are blowing up, and I'm like, what's happening that's so dire? And everybody's like huddling in their homes. Yeah. <laughs> Like and something's the, coming to get them. And the tornado sirens are yeah. coming on. And it's just a quarantine. Nobody goes in and out. You can still walk around. T- like, <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, it's you just can't, a quarantine. It's fine. You can't go to Piggly Wiggly. Like, I know. Go to Pops. Yeah. What? I don't I don't get it. Like, you're quarantining your home. People are beating you up. Like, I have no idea it, what they're all scared about. It makes no sense. Um. Anyway... I give this, as far as a letter grade, this episode gets maybe, the, the Jughead Gladys storyline gets a B, B plus for me. Everything else gets a C, C minus. Maybe a, no, it's not a D plus. Last week was a D. Last week was a D. Last week was a, to It would have been an F, D. but I think Archie was shirtless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. He was bailing hay. Um, that, maybe a with D the, plus. With those, with those random girls. Um, anyway, 
uh, that's this episode. Uh, we won't we won't be doing Riverdale for y'all. We really want to. I I want to say we really love this show when it's good. <laughs> so please don't think that we're just here to hate on Riverdale. We are. I keep it real. If you give me a bad blowjob, I'm going to tell you. But if you're really good and attentive, then I. My I let, compliments to the chef. Yes, exactly. Yes. I'll let you know. Bring the chef around. Please. Bring the chef out of Bring the kitchen. Bring around for a rim job. You uh-huh. did so well in the front. Um, uh, oh, that's my phone. So, uh, uh, y'all. Um, we do. We are doing, those of you who follow us on Bitchcraft, our Sabrina podcast, we are going to be reviewing the Christmas episode that I think airs on Friday. It does. Tomorrow. And we're going to be, we're probably going to be, we, we're a little crazy because we have life happening saturday is the land of a thousand christmas gigs for me are you off tomorrow now maybe i'll try to move my flight up earlier if it's not expensive tomorrow night i'm free later i'll see it might be too expensive i'm going to portland tomorrow what do you what time are you i land back at like i leave on the eight o'clock flight and we get back at well why can't we just do it at like that night my gig at friday's early we'll see where my let's let's schedule later i'm glad that we're doing this on the podcast I don't know how to perform without over the, the, the mic. So, y'all, look for our Bitchcast recap that's coming up sometime this week. It'll be out for sure. Bitchcast if we don't podcast. record on Friday, we'll record I on said Sunday. Bitchcast. Bitchcraft. It'll be up for sure on Monday. So, that'll give you enough time to watch it and take it in and develop your own thoughts. Cab, we're talking Who to cares? you. And then we'll have it up on just Monday listen, for just sure. Just listen for our thoughts. So, we're going to have that coming up for Christmas episode. And then we'll talk about this, but I believe. Uh, over the break, we're still potentially might be doing some. Um, well, we're going to start jumping into the Sabrina comics. So yes, so we're excited. We've got a lot to do. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired too. But you know what? We're here for you, everybody. We love you so much. Have, uh, a, have a lovely holiday. If lovely we don't holiday, see you. or if you've had um, celebrated Hanukkah, we hope it was wonderful. Celebrated Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa. Hanukkah, Mazel. I don't know what Kwanzaa is about. Kwanzaa is a celebration out. of abundance. Oh, well, that sounds nice. I'm <laughs> and mostly in African culture. Well, yes. I don't think it's something we would celebrate. I guess we could, but maybe and It's not. also cultural identity and all kinds of things. It's actually quite lovely. I love the colors of it. It's pretty. <laughs> if, you, if you need to see something funny, watch Sandra Lee making the Kwanzaa cake on uh it's she's the whitest person in the world that's just the way that that the the programming is blown out and filtered white it's kind of amazing um wow. all, right. all right everybody so you know the deal leave a review see you guys after the new year yes, leave a review Hopefully on the show the if you're listening better. to the show we appreciate that if you like this episode please share it care it we love it you don't can, you don't have to like the riverdale episode you can just like this it's true and some of you don't even watch riverdale you just listen to this and we appreciate you i know I if you're one of those who, people give us a shout out yeah i know my friend uh emily my student emily watches the podcast listen to the podcast but doesn't watch the shows so i love that prep doesn't work in an alley no. so, anyway so follow jake at jake it or fake at jake it or fake it. and you follow me at the matt mar two t's two r's and sugars i think that again check out our podcast Merry with Christmas, the swimming and sweet water ladies New queer. queer. We did that without planning. Bye. Bye.